All right, welcome to the Sons of Fantasy Football League podcast. I'm your host, the Denver Desert Dog, Matt Koslowski. Flying solo tonight on Black Friday. Uh, just going to cut it up here a little bit. Phil was doing some traveling this week. Stein and I just got done playing around to golf today, so decided to give these guys a break. Had a little bit of an idea for something that I wanted to do tonight. Something I used to do some fun stuff and write articles and put out a weekly uh, newsletter and stuff like that. But, you know, life has a way of uh, getting in the way sometimes. And I, other than the podcast, don't think I've done necessarily a great job recently of uh, communicating with all of you on a weekly basis other than the podcast. So had a little bit of an idea with yesterday being Thanksgiving. Wanted to uh, get on here and just kind of go through the league and just talk about each one of you as a person. You know, I talk about how this is the greatest league in the world, and I really do mean that. I don't know what other leagues are out there, obviously, but I'm happy that I'm in this one. I've been in a couple other leagues that don't even hold a candle to this one, and uh got to be honest, can't really do any of it without the 11 guys that are on the, in this league with me. So wanted to just kind of go through each one of you guys, let you know what it is I appreciate about each one of you, and then uh, get into the, the week 12 matchups. We're here almost at the end of the regular season. Somehow we made it. Somehow the NFL's made it, although it seems like it's getting worse each week now. But, uh, you know, I can see a light at the end of the tunnel, which is better than I could say in August or September uh, when it was looking like we may not have this thing or it may look very different. So uh, I'll start off with the easy one, I guess. Papa Kaz, St. Louis Patriots. Um, <laughs> I see more of myself, more of you in myself every day. Um, but I really appreciate you know, everything you've given me in life and obviously the love of sports that you passed on to me. You taught me a lot. Um, just how to watch football, how to watch sports in general. So I owe so much to you. Um, thank you for being a part of this league and having fun. And hopefully it's something that we can pass to the boys here as they get older. So I, uh, I do appreciate that. Thank you. I'll do this one, this one together because I met them through each other, uh, Ty and Mick. You know, Ty, we played ball together back in college. Micah had the opportunity to coach you um, when you were done at done high school and joined us here at Albright. Um, what a great family. You know, you guys are about as stand-up as they get in terms of people. Uh, <clears throat> Ty, I'm so happy for you and Brooke bringing Elijah into the world. I know that's something you guys have been wanting to do for a while, and I'm happy that you guys were able to do that. He's beautiful. Congratulations again. And Micah, uh, you've been a great addition to the league. I know you give everything that you have in this. I know as soon as something controversial happens, I know I'll hear from you ASAP, and I appreciate all the feedback that you give on the league and your input. You've been a great addition. But, uh, hey... Best luck for, for all of you guys and the Storms family in uh in 2021. Thank you both for being a part of my life. You guys are just outstanding people. Jason, 
uh, flock. <laughs> Just uh, the support that you've given my family is, you know, I can't ask for much more. You're, you've helped us move, I think, probably about eight times now between me, Megan, my grandmother, and my parents. Uh, you're always good to strap a couch on the back. Sorry about the Ravens this week. It's not looking too good for them this year. I'll say maybe the Jonah jersey curse lives on since we got in that Lamar jersey coming into this year. But um, another guy, great family. Thank you so much for uh, the impact that you've had in our lives, uh, both you, Tyrus, Kim, and Kaylee. So good to know you. Happy to have you in the league. And uh, you're having some success here in year one. See if you can hold on and make the playoffs. That would be a, a good feat considering what you uh, took over. Uh, next we'll go with Fegley. Uh, my longest friend in life. Been playing ball together forever. Coached many years. We had a lot of fun doing the extra thing. Um, your team looked horrible yesterday. I know we're saying nice things, but dear God. That's a, that's a bad squad. So I, I hope that your daughter, you know, the least you can do is maybe have her be a Bengals or Browns fan. She'd probably be a little less disappointed if she could root for one of those two teams than the team that you root for, which is saying quite a bit. But thank you so much for all the friendship, all the years, and I'm excited to and very happy for you and Alyssa to meet meet your daughter. Um this spring you guys deserve this more than anyone and uh you know it's it's great to see our league growing in more ways than one with all these babies coming into the league ed steel curtain another guy that's uh welcoming a new addition in 2021 so congrats to you and caitlin if there's one thing i can always count on you eddie uh, if I text you, I know you're going to answer. You know, we, we do a lot of things together. Video games, golf, cards, uh, this fantasy football stuff. Uh, you're kind of like my ride or die a lot of times and things. So I appreciate the hell out of you, man. You're a good dude. And thank you so much for uh, your friendship from Albright moving into the adult stage of our lives here. Uh, Bull. Again, you know, I said this about a couple people now, I think, but again, one of the best dudes I know. Got to meet you, coaching you at Albright. Um, you're one of the best swingers of golf clubs and baseball bats that I've ever had the uh, pleasure of being around. You know, you hit everything on a baseball field, and if you haven't played golf with Dylan, you play golf, it's something you should do. That's pretty impressive. Um, the dude just hammers the ball. He's really good. He probably could have played golf in college if he wasn't so good at baseball. So, uh, you and Irene, great couple. Again, happy to know you. Happy that you're in the league. Um, and congrats to you guys on getting married this year and starting that stage of your life. Spearsy babe, um, I can I know if there's one guy I can count on to call and talk about anything sports wise uh you're always down to talk you told me a lot about um being a father so uh, i've enjoyed our time coaching together and now that we don't coach together i've enjoyed that this new stage of our friendship where we can you know check in once a week or so and 
just catch up on everything. Um, you know, you're, you're, you've been a great friend to me and, uh, I do appreciate all, all that you've done for me. Sure. I think you set the record for, um, most draft day championships. So congrats on that. This year is not so hot for you. One in 10, but again, one of the better people in life that I know of, enjoyed coaching baseball with you now for the last two years coming up on three I know this year was a little strange for us but uh, looking forward to the future that the BC Saints have to offer um, just you know we met each other back when you were in high school playing summer ball together and uh, I'm happy to see our friendship kind of grow in the in the past couple of years I'm happy that you're able to be in the league and um coach baseball together now that we're adults so um again appreciate you and uh your family as well you guys have become good friends thus so look forward to seeing that continue Steiny, uh what can i say man best friend best man in my wedding still wish i wasn't so drunk and could remember all the nice things that you said about me because it's, you know, it's, it's tough to get nice things out of you. You always have a way of uh, cut, cutting it up with someone having some fun with them. So I appreciate all the all the years and all the friendship and uh, everything that we have to look forward to. And I uh, appreciate you also putting up with my pathetic golf game and always being willing to play with me despite we spend more time uh, looking for my balls than we actually do hitting them. So... Um, you know I love you, buddy, and appreciate everything you've given me, coaching and uh, just friendship and sports and all the all the fantasy competitiveness you also bring out of me as well. And finally, Phil, um, <laughs> we've had an interesting relationship in this league, and uh, there's a sick part of me that thinks that this may end up being me versus you at the end if I can somehow find a way into the race here. We'll see. That would definitely be be a fun way to cap up cap off the 2020 season. But one thing I appreciate about you is um, this the, seeing you as a father has been kind of interesting. Uh, if you don't know Phil's story... Uh, you can probably, there's been a newspaper article written about Phil and Sheila and how they came to be parents. And uh, nobody works harder than you in terms of being a dad and providing for your family. And I admire that from a distance. Um, you know, I, I know you get up at 6 a.m. I think every morning to get breakfast for your kids. And you're just, you do everything for those kids. And I know you appreciate the fact that you've been given a chance to be a father. So um, I wanted to let you know publicly that I admire that about you and uh, you're a good person despite everything that we uh, seem to battle with each other on the podcast. It's all tongue-in-cheek. Uh, you've been a good friend and I'm happy that I've had the chance to uh, get to know you over the past couple of years. So thank you for that, Phil. I know it's strange to hear me say kind things about filling the Seawolves, but hey, it's 2020. Here we are, right? Um, just checking. I don't think I forgot anybody. All right, yeah. 
hey, love all you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this thing and making sure that we always have a good league where we know that everyone's competitive on a week-to-week basis. Um, you guys have all had an impact in my life in some way, shape, or form. So thank you for that. And uh, just continue to look forward to the Sons of Fantasy Football League growing and uh, the new fun things that we're able to put out every year as part of this league. With that being said, let's get into the Week 12 matchups. We had two games yesterday on Thanksgiving. Saw the Texans roll the Lions and the Redskins roll on the Cowboys. A lot of fantasy points put up between those two games. Uh, Let's start off with Abusement Park against the Seawolves. Congrats to the Seawolves as well on um, clinching their division last week. Uh, The worst they can do is finish tied with Eddie and Steel Curtain, but they beat them twice, so they would own the tiebreaker. So we will see the Seawolves with the first round bye uh, come week 14. In this matchup, uh, Abusement Park picked up Danny Dimes, got a good game from Adrian Peterson, a so-so game from Gallup. Um, Chubb should feast this week. Starting A.J. Green is going to be interesting with that quarterback situation. I like the Pittman ad. Um, Jimmy Graham stinks. Jerry Judy hit or miss. Um, But not a a bad lineup this week for Abusement Park. I know the projection's a little low with 89.3, but I could see getting close to like 100 or so in this matchup. Not sure it'll be enough to beat the Seawolves. We got Russ against the Eagles. Russ should uh, cook Monday night. Should be a big game for him. Uh, Derrick Henry may have a tough time going against Indianapolis, but you know he touches the ball so much. He's always a always a good bet to score. A little concerned about Miles Sanders. I know Seattle's not a tough matchup, but my God, the Eagles are just in real trouble right now. Um, the good news is that, is that if the Eagles want to succeed, they should give the ball to Sanders 20-plus times. So he may get a, a real full workload, and that would help out the Seawolves in this one. Don't know if Deontay Johnson is going to play. We'll see if that game happens Tuesday night. Um, Ridley should feast this week against Las Vegas, especially if Julio ends up not playing. Like Evans this week, like DJ Moore this week. And uh, some good options on the bench if you were to change your mind in some of those matchups. I could see maybe making the decision to get A.B. in there over Deontay Johnson just because of the uncertainty. Might be a move that the Seawolves end up making. I will take the Seawolves to win this one. I think it's a big week for the Seawolves and they'll probably put themselves back in contention for the points lead, which they're 13 back in Papa Cause right now. Uh, let's go with Team Fegley against Take Your Ball and Go Home in the next matchup. Uh, take Your Ball and Go Home. This team's a shell. Cousins against Carolina. Should be a decent decent game for him, but without having Thielen, that's going to be tough. 
Uh, Aaron Jones, I could see him having a decent game this week. I don't know what that game's going to look like Sunday night, but I know that Chicago has a pretty good uh, running total against quarterbacks in passing games, so I could see uh, Aaron Jones uh, touching the ball and having a decent amount of points in this one. Tim Patrick's been really good, um, despite the fact that I don't think people are really seeing it happen. Uh, he got bailed out a little bit last week with the 61-yard play on the last play of the game last week that was unnecessary, but he's been putting up good numbers. Ahmed should have a good game against the Jets this week. T.Y. Hilton stinks. Shouldn't be in anyone's lineup. Probably going to need to look at the tight end position just in case that Steelers and Ravens game doesn't play. Uh, Slayton should have a good game against Cincinnati. And Perryman, if Flacco's playing, uh, Perryman's been successful with Flacco, so that may end up being okay, too. Fegley, uh, Mahomes, and Hill, dream matchup against Tampa Bay. We just saw Jared Goff cut them up. We know how I feel about Jared Goff. Um, Lenny Fournette had a good good game last week, but that's totally hit or miss. Same with Melvin Gordon. Um, Bobby Trees, Robert Woods. He should have a uh, decent game this week against San Francisco. Gronk, he should be able to put up a put up some points against Kansas City. Um, and then Shepard and Corey Davis. I, I like the I like Team Fegley to uh, to take this one just on the back of Mahomes and Hill and keep themselves uh, in the playoff chase here. Uh, next game, let's look at the Bull Weevils versus the franchise. Uh, Bull Weevils had a tough Thanksgiving slate. Uh, Stafford only got 17. Zeke with 2.4. He looked horrible. Um, you know, if there's ever guys that you can watch that make, make you reconsider whether or not teams should pay running backs, watching Zeke and Todd Gurley and David Johnson and guys that have gotten running back contracts play um, towards the middle to back end of those contracts, it's not a good look um, and just bangs the drum for never paying running backs. Speaking of Gurley, he's out this week. That just came out today. So it looks like Chase Edmonds is going to get the start in the RB2 spot for the Weevils. Keenan Allen's been incredible this year, super underrated, had a, has had a really nice year. Same with Terry McLaurin. He had 7 for 92 uh, last week. Would have liked to see him either get over 100 yards for the bonus point or get in the end zone, uh, but they were just able to do whatever they wanted on the ground against the Cowboys yesterday. Tunyon, I'm not excited about Tunyon. And the Packers passing game this week. So I wouldn't necessarily expect a big game there. Rager, if if he's ever going to get it together, man, it's going to be this week against Seattle. And then Claypool. I thought Claypool might have a nice game. But again, I'm, I'm super concerned that this game isn't going to happen on Tuesday night. Not sure there's anywhere else you can really go. Um, so you may have to just kind of hold that one out and hope that they play. Looks like the franchise who owns a lot of Ravens took all of them out. Obviously, Lamar's on the COVID list. Thielen is on the COVID list for the franchise. Marquise Hollywood Brown should never be played, ever. He's brutal. Um, so we're looking at Wentz, Hunt, Gallman, Allen Robinson, Mike Williams. 
uh, Goddard, Naheem Hines, and Denzel Mims for the franchise. I like Hunt to have a good game this week. I like Robinson to have a good game this week. I like Mike Williams to have a good game this week. Um, Goddard should catch a couple balls. Hines should should have a good game this week. So I think I like the franchise to win this one against the Bull Weevils and also stay in the in the playoff hunt for the Fleetwood franchise and tie. Let's go over to the Steel Curtain against Team Ice Cream. Team Ice Cream got a nice 6-for-112 and a tutty from Amari Cooper last, last night. Uh, 21.2 for him. Uh, he's got Cam Newton against Arizona. I think if I was Spears, I might run Taysom Hill out there. It's hard in our league. There's not really a bonus or benefit for running quarterbacks since the passing touchdowns and rushing touchdowns are the same. Um, but I think the rushing yards probably helps Taysom Hill because I think him and I mean him and Cam may do the same on the ground, but I guess I trust I trust Taysom Hill more passing than Cam Newton, which says a lot. Um, but like I said, twenty twenty, we're here now, right? Kamara should have a good game. Um, Ronald Jones, I don't. I have no feel for how that running game will go or what that script is going to be on a week-to-week basis. Kind of have to play him, though, just because, A, you don't have any other running backs on there. Well, Mostert may come back this week. You may want to give a look at Mostert over Jones, in my opinion, um, depending on when news comes out about Mostert come Sunday. Uh, Devontae Parker, <laughs> it's really dependent on if Fitzpatrick or two is going to be the quarterback. I know two has been on the injury report. If Fitz is in there, my God, Parker is a play everywhere. If two is out there, I, I don't know. I It's hard to say. Jefferson should get all the targets this week for Minnesota. And Boyd, I think I may look to play Robbie Anderson over Boyd just because I'm really concerned about the offensive outlook for the Bengals. Um, starting a new quarterback this week, Brandon Allen. It's It has not been good any time that they've had to uh, pivot away from Dalton or Burrow uh, the last couple of years and go to their backup situation. Ryan Finley's been bad, and we'll see what Brandon Allen brings to the table tomorrow. Curtain side of the ledger, we got Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, James Robinson, Michael Thomas, A.J. Brown. I mean, those five dudes, you got to play them every week, obviously, expect them Good games from them. Um, more weeks than not. Hayden Hurst should have a should have a decent game this week against the Raiders. There should be some points put up in that game. Um, and with Gurley out, you would think that they'll throw even more than they normally do. And then Zach Moss and Jameson Crowder. Um, Crowder. If if Darnold's the quarterback, I like Crowder a lot. I have not been excited about what I've seen from Crowder and Flacco. Seems to be more Mims and Perryman when Flacco's in there because they seem to uh, have a propensity to throw the deep ball a little more. I would probably look at getting James White in that lineup. Um, anytime James White has played without Burkhead, he's seen 20% of the targets um, in the game and usually is a sure bet for double digits. So I'd be looking to get James White, who is this week's Biggest waiver wire addition into the lineup. I think I'll take the curtain to win this one. I think it's probably closer than you think. Spears, even despite having two wins and selling, 
there's still a lot of talent on this roster and some good matchups this week. But I think guys like Dalvin Cook, Josh Allen, James Robinson, you know, the guys that I mentioned at the, the front of Eddie's team probably put him over the edge in this one. Uh, Patriots versus the Flock, another game that was looking like it would be really tight. Then Will Fuller went off for six for 171 and two touchdowns. Cooks only had five for 85, no touchdowns. And J.D. McKissick only put up 3.7. Papakaz is a 42-point favorite now with the adjusted projections. Um, The only thing that could maybe make this interesting is if Julio were to not play, but I think Cole Beasley could slot in there nicely, especially with John Brown being out this week and get a bunch of targets. Um... Kyler should smash against New England. Drake should get close to double digits. Love Carson on Monday night. I think it's a big game for him. Kelsey, you know, what an advantage having Travis Kelsey this year with the bad tight end position. Uh, Curtis Samuel's been good in games that McCaffrey's been out. And even when McCaffrey's been in there, Curtis Samuel's been fantastic this year. And Balazs should have a decent game for the Chargers um, on the flock side. Brady should have a good game. Jacob should have a good game. Metcalf should have a good game. Uh, don't know what what he's going to have to do at the tight end position if that game doesn't go with the Ravens and Steelers, but you kind of have to just hold out and wait because Andrews is not a guy you want to have to replace. Um, I was encouraged by Jonathan Taylor's performance last week, but that's been totally hit or miss. Uh, with the Colts and Titans and what they've been able to do this uh, with the what the Colts running game has been able to do this year. Not sure what to expect from Taylor. Goblin should have a nice game as well. Um, this game should be high scoring, but Papakaz got so much from Fuller and still has so much left in the tank. I think the Patriots hold on in this one and win. And finally, game of the week, me and Micah. Uh, I had 49.92 yesterday between Deshaun Watson and Marvin Jones. I was feeling really good. And then Antonio Gibson goes for 115 and three touchdowns to make this thing very interesting. I'm projected to win 131.1 to 130.8. Mike Davis, assuming McCaffrey will be out, it's looking like he will be. Mike Davis, just hoping for, again, another double-digit performance from him. Made the pickup of Brian Hill yesterday with the news that Gurley hadn't practiced. Uh, girl, he's now ruled out today, so I'm feeling pretty good about that Brian Hill pickup. Diggs should have a good game. He's been awesome this year. I like Waller this week. Lockett should have a good game against Philadelphia. And I'm not sure what I'm going to do with my last spot. Right now I have Edwards Hilarion, um because Gio's been banged up. But I really, I really would like to get Christian Kirk in my lineup here, so I may pivot off of that. It's hard to not play Hilaire after the game he had last week, but I do have to consider that was against the Raiders, and this one's against one of the better passing, or better rushing defenses in the league. Um, and I just not, I'm not sure how much is going to be there for the rookie running back of the Chiefs. So I never thought I'd have Joe Mixon, McCaffrey, and Hilaire on my team and be starting Mike Davis and Brian Hill at running back, but... As I've said before on this podcast, we're here now. So, um, got a couple decisions yet to make before Sunday, but I, I like the general outlook of my team for this week. 
on the other side, um, it's funny, you picked up Derek Carr to play against me. I actually picked him up in another league that I'm in to play over Lamar Jackson coming into this week. He was the one guy I was kind of hoping that you wouldn't pick up. I was kind of hoping you would stick Rodgers in there because I don't think it's a, a great game for Rodgers. But, Micah, you continue to show that uh, you're you're a step ahead in most cases and you always have a plan. So I think Carr is a nice game for you. Edward, The Edwards news was going to be good for you this week when Dobbins and uh, Mark Ingram came down with COVID, but now the rest of the Ravens did too, so I'm not sure that that one will work out. It's going to be tough for you to sit there and wait for Tuesday night with that matchup. Um, it's not a great matchup to begin with either, but Edwards should get all the all the looks, so it's kind of hard to not play him, but you definitely don't want to take a zero there if that game ends up not being played on Tuesday. Devontae Adams, even though I said I don't like the matchup, Adams is as good a bet for 10 to 15 points. Uh, Cup's been really good lately. I don't know what to make of this game. I never know if it's going to be good or bad. Jared Goff, but uh, Cup's a must-play. Hopkins is a must-play. Um, Damian Harris has been another guy who's been really good um, and a pretty good matchup against Arizona in this one. They should want to run the ball and slow it down and not let Kyler go nuts on him. And then Jonu Smith against Indy. I'm not expecting much from Jonu. Um, Colts usually do pretty well against the tight end position. I'll take myself to win this one because there's no reason not to, but this one's going to be really tight. It should be a really fun matchup between uh, the leader in the division and me that's just trying to trying to eke my way into the playoffs. Um, this should be a barn burner this week and should be a slam dunk for the game of the week. So, no, it's an abbreviated podcast this week with just me flying solo, but... Uh, I did want to get on here and still get something out to the league. Um, we're a week away from the end of the regular season. We'll have some stuff out from Steiny this week as far as what everyone will need after this week to get in the playoffs and what the outlook is. I hope you guys are all you know, staying safe, staying healthy out there. I know it's kind of been crazy lately, um, and I'm sure the holiday season will be interesting to see what we can and can't do and uh but uh, you know everyone just do their best to stay out of harm's way and stay uh stay healthy and you know all your family members as well because from what I've heard this is not something that you necessarily want to get I've um heard a couple people that I know get it here recently and um they're saying it's not good so I know that's been debated coming into this year, but just do your best to avoid situations that you just don't need to put yourself into and, uh, you know, wear your mask. So thank you guys for listening to this. I know it's probably not the number one podcast we've ever put out, but uh, it's important to me to let you guys know how much I appreciate you and still put something out there content-wise on a weekly basis, so... Good luck in week 12, and I look forward to talking with Stein and Phil next week uh, to, to look forward to week 13 and uh, the playoff push here in the Sons of Fantasy Football League. I'll talk to you guys later. Good luck.